it's like we almost don't give people the opportunity and chance to like change mm-hmm. and be better versions of themselves because it's like once you're labeled that's who you are and there's no changing that and it's like you could be someone who's been like fucked over a million times and had fuck boys be the ones to make you essentially a whore yeah. and then you can completely change it's so hard to like change that but i feel like it's so accepted for a guy to be like mm-hmm. he used to be a fuck boy like now i'm ready to and settle now down he's so ready to settle down he's just looking for mrs right whereas like i don't feel like we ever hear that for a woman who's like oh she used to be a whore and now she wants to get knocked down it's like mm-hmm. wow that girl's trash she's been everywhere What's up guys and welcome back to the chemical x podcast i'm your girl alessia i'm your girl veronica and as usual don't forget to like subscribe comment down below and leave us five stars on all audio platforms and by the way guys our merch is out so if you haven't had a chance to snag a hat go check it out chemicalxpodcast.com we have some really cute trucker hats really cute baseball caps and catch yourself one this summer because they are very cute. Snag a hat. That kind of rhymed, honestly. Snag a I was into it. So Veronica <laughs> and I have been just talking about what topics we could talk about here well, on the podcast. We spoke about everything we in this world. We spoke about everything in this world. I, when you guys ask us to do topics, I'm like, do you even love us? Have you even watched our episodes? We spoke about every red flag, every green flag. Every ick. Every ick. We've destroyed men in bag, destroyed women in bag. We've... <laughs> self-help no help we've done everything we've and, done I, and i get why you guys are like please give us more story times <laughs> like you know what the thing is it's like you say a story but you need to give the whole context to the story and then you also need to throw every person included in that story under the bus when you we have no story. friends after this <laughs> we have no friends left it's really difficult and throw yourself under the bus you basically just throw yourself in the garbage well we ignore us at the at this point well we, we're not we're already in the garbage I'm, i am the garbage i'm actually the garbage man. i'm the garburator <laughs> I'm, guys listen but this week we had hot topic we spoke about it a little kind of hookup culture but we wanted to dive into like a different version of it dive right in as i said last episode bathing cap off limits so let's yeah no goggles no bathing cap let's dive right in raw dog it <laughs> so last episode we ended off speaking about um you know kind of like why do we put it always on women's like why do we always put it on women to have to Take care, safety. Yeah, safety. take care of our safety. Yeah, take care of our safety. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. Here. Anyways, we spoke a little bit about like why it's always on women to have to take care of our own safety and protect ourselves and how like what I was going to end off on saying and just kind of like brings us into this topic is kind of the whole thing of equality. And now my point of view on equality, and first of all, I would consider myself a feminist um, because I do believe in like having equal rights and equal opportunities, but I do believe, and there's no denying that there is a difference between men and women. And I think as women, we have a very different experience than men do. And I think men, like not saying that either one is harder, I just think they're very different and it's hard to be like, We've lived the same life. We've had the same experience and we're equal in that sense. Because we haven't. We're just different. And there's certain things we're just never going to understand about men. And Mm. same goes for women. There's some things that men will just never understand. And that's okay. And that's what makes us like amazing together. Yeah. And I don't think that we need to be 
you know, I believe that anyone can do anything if they put their mind to it. And I think we all should have the opportunity and the ability to do it. Yeah. But like, it doesn't mean that we always need to be like equal in the sense where we're exactly the same. I think that's where I get confused with the mm-hmm. definition of feminist because I feel like when we were even having this conversation months ago, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't believe that we are the same. Like there are definitely differences from both of us. Yeah. The difficult part about that is that how are we supposed to technically have the same roles and opportunities if we're not the same? I think that's what people have a hard time like understanding. For sure. Um, And I and I agree. And I think people see it very differently. I think sometimes you tell someone like, oh, I'm a feminist. And they think like you don't wear a bra. You don't shave under your arms like you don't. Yeah. And it's like if you're a feminist, then you don't expect somebody to be picking up the bill. Yeah. And it's like that's where. I've even had a hard time really fully understanding the meaning of it because you can 100% at your core be a feminist and still want to be taken care of. It's really just like the differences between us, but the same opportunity. So I don't know if I ever said this story, but my dad, the way he proposed to my mom was not... It was just not a good it was it wasn't good okay he sucked at the proposal he decided to take my mom's engagement ring and throw it in with a bunch of her you know jewelry affordable jewelry so that's what he did he put it in and then as she was getting dressed she went through it she skimmed right through it because how can you tell the difference between a diamond ring and her jewelry right like mm-hmm. it's it's it can get all mixed in. And that's kind of the thing with affordable jewelry. When it looks good and it's shining like the same old gold stuff, then how can you tell the difference? Absolutely. And you know where you can get yourself some gorgeous affordable jewelry is at everyjewels.com. So check them out because they have everything you need to be glitz glam stacked up this summer and uh, maybe even a fake engagement ring. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, don't forget to use our discount code. ChemicalX at checkout to receive 20% off your entire order. And don't make the same mistake that Alessia's dad made. <laughs> well, they ended up married, so. <laughs> <laughs> the same opportunity. I still think, like, look, you can um, consider yourself a feminist and believe that bills should be split and believe that you want to do just as much and put in 50%. Right. No problem. I think you can still be a feminist and want to have a more traditional dynamic in a relationship. I think you would also be a feminist and want to have a more dominant dynamic in a relationship. I think that your taste, your dynamic that you look for in a relationship doesn't necessarily mean that you believe women shouldn't have the same opportunities as men. And I think that's where people get mixed up. For me, feminism is just believing that you, that men and women should have equal rights and equal opportunities, which I truly do believe. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should have access to the same things, you yeah. know? And it's not about who does it better. And it's not about like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like what what's more of the general. It's just like, we all should have access to do what we want to do. And with that access, choose what it is we want to do yeah you know what i mean it's the same thing with like do you think though that we're allowed to be like that and then also have all these requirements that don't necessarily equal up to things that would be feminist mindset i mean again like i said i just let's maybe give examples i think like for example splitting the bill yeah you know like i feel like that's like okay well how can you be a feminist if you don't believe in splitting the bill okay for example But the way that I see it, it's just like, 
when it comes to splitting the bill, I don't feel like that has to do with me having opportunities in life. You know what I mean? I think I should still be able to have a driver's mm-hmm. license, still be able to vote, still be able to have the same job as you and still have a dynamic where you pick up the bill because we have a more traditional dynamic where you take care of like providing a little bit and I take care of other more traditional things where I feel like men will sometimes see it as like well if I'm the one technically paying the bill Mm -hmm. and I'm like the masculine energy then I'm probably the man who's like bringing in the dough Mm -hmm. which is why I'm essentially paying the bill because you're a feminine you're making less money than me I work a job where unfortunately because I'm a man I make more more money. money so that's why I'm kind of covering the bill yeah so like it's I, I totally I'm with you. I'm 100% like a feminist, but I do I don't want like I I want a more traditional dynamic. Dynamic. And what I think and I think it's going to change over time. I think we're at a certain place. We're at like a crossroads in society where there's so much equality and push for equality happening, but then still like the pushback of traditional dynamics mm-hmm. that we've been grown, to, like we've been raised to see. We've we've all been raised to see traditional dynamics. So for us, it comes naturally in a way to be like, I want a man who's going to pay my pay pay my dinner or like who's going to do this. But then we're a little less traditional where we're not like, I want to stay home and not work. And like, I shouldn't have a job. And like, we that- still have these more, uh, pushed forward like society forward yeah i think that's definitely where the imbalance happens and i think i i always say this i think you know in like 20 30 years there's gonna be more of like a clear-cut mindset of like this is where we're moving towards but i feel like because this kind of new wave is so new we're we have that like that like head to head of mm-hmm. traditional versus like the new wave. So it's very hard for us to be like, yeah, I'm a feminist, but like now everything's 50 50 because we only just got to the point of being able to almost make the same dollar that a man makes. Yeah. So, uh, somebody gave a really good example That's actually, so and, and I really liked it. And I think it explains kind of well it's, and it's more so in like the, I don't remember if I say, said this on the podcast before, but it's more so on like a, it's an example that's used for like racism. Okay. So it's like a white man has worked for the last 400 years and made all this money and, and was able to have generational wealth and made money, made money, made money. Mm-hmm. And now like the same black man who wasn't able to have those opportunities. Now they're coming in and be like, okay, you can, you can have access to this as well. And now you can, you can work and make the same amount that I'm making for the same job. Right. Mm-hmm. So now he comes in and he he's here but he's not actually here because this guy has all these years of being able to be ahead whereas you're just saying okay yeah you could come along and and be with me now too you're not actually at the same level you're starting down from here do you get what i'm saying And time is the real currency and that's the thing it's like as a woman for so long we did not have these opportunities so now we do and now we have the ability to make the same dollar as a man let's Mm -hmm. say have the same opportunities for the most part but it doesn't mean that we're equal. We're still all the way down here because we have years and years of not being able to vote, not being able to have a job, not being seen as smarter, not being seen as, you know, could be a boss, could be a CEO. Like we've only just gotten that. So I don't feel like we're at par. And that's like, and that that's why I really love that analogy because, and I don't really feel like that I explained it as well. No, you did. It's like, yeah, we're here, but you have all this and we're just starting at the beginning. Yeah. So even though right now... And we all know like experience is everything. Yeah, so if like, you only get the experience now versus somebody having it 10 years ago, mm-hmm. we all know like you learn through experience and that's when you grow, make more money and everything. Yeah. So we're not at the same stage. We're, we're not at the same stage. Because now we're starting in our experience versus you've been going through everything exactly. already. So it's like, yeah, sure. Maybe in a hundred years from now when 
when, you know, my kids are going to be CEOs and their kids' kids are going to be female CEOs and there's going to be a female president and everything is going to be so equal where it's like there is a lot of female power and we're being raised to see these women that are at the top. I don't feel like we're there yet. So I think it's very difficult to be like, you know, I think it's very difficult to have... We're, to have that like clean cut of like, well, why do you expect 50% of like, why do you accept, expect him to cover the bill if you believe in feminism? Do you think that at that point it'll be more women, let's say, quote unquote, splitting the bill because of, I guess, it completely changing mm -hmm. and us kind of feeling like we're more leveled up yeah. in a sense. I think it would make sense because I think the the argument of, well, if we both make the same amount of money, why should we, why should I be paying the bill? I think that argument is valid and it does make sense. But like when I, you know, my explanation is what I just said, but I think, yeah, in 20, 30 years, maybe 40, 50 years, let's say, I think there would be more so of that mindset of like everyone is 50 50 and i think in other places already like for example like europe i feel like there's a lot of european places where like they don't believe in covering the bill or like certain things like that but then there's also certain areas that are a little bit like further back in mindsets where women still don't have the rights that we have here mm -hmm. that still hold those traditional so wherever values. technically everyone has the same rights then that's probably where it's going to blossom the quickest and it's going to start a more domino effect in like 50 50 relationships yeah. so i can imagine in the future i think already now there's a lot of people that that do believe in 50 50 and do split the bill and all that stuff i think 50 years from now it'll probably be even more common just because like you're the it's all like it's all about education and it's all about people who are raised yeah. you know so we're raised a certain way with like a sprinkle of traditional so we're gonna be growing up with a sprinkle of traditional that's why we sometimes think like over generation and generation it might kind of just like disappear kind of yeah. like my you know my italian i barely know it now mm -hmm. my kids are not gonna really know it exactly. unless i put them in school but like Exactly. everything kind of gets lost eventually and it's all for a reason too you know like there there was things reasons, change things change life changes there was reasons why there was a time where women didn't work and now it's not the same you know like back then it was very important for women to take care of the kids very important to like nurture them and it was very important for the men to go out and get the food and get, get whatever to like to make sure the family is surviving but we've evolved. We don't need to still stand by so those now, same are we, traditional. Now my question is, are we kind of toxic then for being like, we expect men to pay the bill? Like, is that something it's... more that's like a luxury now then? Mm -hmm. If you're saying that we're kind of evolving and now we have the same rights as men, like, is this something that we're asking for that we shouldn't technically be? Like, I know like, whether it's technically right or not, those are my, <laughs> that's what I expect and that's what I'm going to lean towards. But then I think it's kind of wrong of us then a little bit well, to see, want that. I have two explanations. So first one is because, like I said, we still have that sprinkle of traditional. We still have this mindset and what we see and what we were raised to know. It's very hard for us to be like, oh, yeah, I don't deserve this. But then the other hand is what I initially said at the beginning of how like we can have the same opportunities, but not be equal in the sense of like be identical like we're very different men and women are very different we provide different things at the end of the day a man will never no matter what he does in this world will never be able to experience what it is to give birth to a child and the thing about like pregnancy for example 
it's not just like a nine month thing. It's something that changes the rest of your life. You're giving up your body. You're giving up your health. A lot of people have serious health complications after pregnancy. Well, literally, they've showed they've showed videos of just like a man only gets better with age. He's out there in the gym, mm-hmm. working on his body, focusing on his career. So it's like, yeah, we don't we don't go through the same things. We don't. And like the, the reality is, is like, obviously, I don't want to put it down to like pregnancy and childbearing, but it has a lot to do with it that like as a woman we give up so much to a man let's say and Mm -hmm. and inevitably like the more boyfriends you have the more times you've been in a relationship the more people you've been with as a woman society deems your value to go down so let's say i had 10 boyfriends my value is down every time i get a new boyfriend my value goes down so when i make um when I when I take a risk and I start dating someone, I'm taking a chance on you. So I'm this is an investment that I'm making, right? I'm investing my value into you. So as a man, they and this is the traditional is like you prove yourself by investing financially like I could provide for you. This is my I will give you a safety net. I will give you the safety of investing in financially and you're going to invest your value in me right Mm -hmm. and your commitment so i still think that there is an exchange done even though we have the same ability to make the same amount of money i'm still investing and taking a risk by being with somebody that i need some sort of even security back yeah that tends to be financially so it's like as a man you're taking a woman out on dates that's you investing in the potential relationship you're investing 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 and yes maybe she won't have your kids for five six seven years but you've invested to the point where, where she, when she does have your kids, like there's no, it's not like, oh, I invested 10K. I now think you let's have my not child. even bring it's, kids into this because some people don't even want kids. And like, regardless of the yeah. kids or not, I don't think that that should be mm-hmm. a factor of you wanting to like create safety for her. And it's I think just the value, let, the value yeah. and like, let alone knowing that women go through such different things, pregnancy or not, mm-hmm. is why we should feel safety and protected. Yeah. And I think as a man, like, you know, for example, a guy could get out of a relationship at 35 and still be seen as a fucking illegible bachelor. He's in well, his he's, prime. We always say it. He Men in their st- late 30s are in their prime versus yeah. like women's prime is like 20s, early 20s, and, and that's, which is a huge gap. Yeah. So that's why it's it. that's the thing where that's where I see the investment. It's like. I'm investing my value and taking a chance with you and you're investing with me with safety, which tends to be financially. So it's like, that's the investment we're making. It doesn't mean we're going to stay together because that's what an investment is. You never really know. But the thing with that is like, I think in our generation today and like Mm -hmm. hookup culture, it's even scary for us to want to feel like, okay, like I'm going to give up my work ethic and like really focus in like you providing for us when we still kind of feel like at some point you might leave us for Mm -hmm. someone else. So it's like, yeah, you might be providing all this for us, but I'm still having your baby. I'm still like losing a part of myself while you're kind of gaining. I don't want to say gaining, but kind of. Yeah. So that's where it's like, that's why I feel like we're at this pit where like women want to be, we we're feminists. We want to have the same opportunity because we want to also know that we're okay on our own. Absolutely. And I think that's another thing too. I think, men want to split the bill less because they don't want to invest in relationships. And and that's the reality. It's like you talk to any guy, they're going to be like, yeah, I'm not going to take a girl out on a date if I just want to fuck her because that's the thing. They're not going to spend money on someone that they don't want to be with. So as a woman, we feel like, okay, if you're going to 
provide for me and buy my dinner and, and pay for me, then that means you're investing somewhat in the relationship and you're investing in me. So we almost see that as like a security blanket. Mm -hmm. Like if I would go on a date and somebody would say like, Oh, let's split the bill for me. That would translate as like, you're not taking me seriously. And like, you're not willing to invest in me as a person. And when you you invest, and when you invest in someone, it could be, it, it could go amazing or and it, could go bad. It, it could go bad but yeah. that's just the thing with investing is you're yeah. gambling and we're both losing as a woman yeah. if i invest in a relationship i'm wasting my time my precious years yeah. essentially which are more and valuable. your which are more valuable because but they're then, more limited by the way that's the only reason why they're more valuable <laughs> yeah and the man is you know having to pay and provide right exactly so, so i still think even with us being able to make the same amount of money and still being able to have the same opportunities that there still is a big difference and there still needs to be an exchange of value versus you know security and i think maybe if one day we evolve to no longer see women's value going down then yeah maybe it won't be as important for men to prove themselves and for men to provide to us Mm -hmm. but right now we're in this place where it's like we need to know that you're investing in us because our value is so easily lost in a man's eyes it's like if i get out of a 10 year relationship and i'm 35 suddenly my value is at zero before when i was 25 before that relationship whereas like a guy does it it's like oh my god he's He's on the market he's on the market he's experienced Mm -hmm. he had 10 years of relationship he's ready he's gonna be a proper husband like he knows what to expect it's it is very different. And I think that's what brings us into our topic 30 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, which, well, I think this was the topic. Yeah, but. but hookup culture. Yeah. Because I feel like, first of all, what is your definition of, let's just get into it, a whore? Like, what do you think a whore is in your eyes? You're like, that's whoa, tough. I don't want to answer this wrong. So like one thing. I, I hate the word say, whore because it's whore. just like, oh, like. One thing I will say is I find like slut, like when we say like slut, I find there's like, it's obviously like a slur and like a derogatory term and we use it in a bad way. And we also but, use it very like uh, nonchalant yeah. too though. But I also don't think that it's like, I think we like, put what's the, the equivalent for a, a man? Slut. Like yeah. uh, we call him a pig. A slut, like, I guess too. We, I've never really hear any guy being called a slut and that already like explains yeah. The half of it. The half of it. I mean, I just don't think that men get the same scrutiny over who they sleep with. No, as they get do. praised for the amount of yeah. girls they sleep with versus us. We get we diminish in yeah. value the yeah. more people we sleep with. And that's why we kind of wanted to talk about a hookup culture, because I was listening to I, I don't know. It was like a little clip on TikTok and he was basically saying how because women control sex we essentially have the power to stop it and to stop hookup culture Mm -hmm. so basically if we stop sleeping around with men then hookup culture stops because Mm -hmm. men have to actually work for the woman they're getting Mm -hmm. and that they can't just say like oh fuck this girl i have to invest time in her i'm just gonna go and like sleep with her if we're basically all on the same page then we're in we're basically in control of that. Yeah. Like it's our fault that hookup culture essentially exists yeah. because we are the ones that give out. I mean, the way that I see it, I think it's an interesting perspective because if you wrapped up in that way, it's like, hmm, okay. Interesting. Women control sex. But then again, it's do like we have the power. Women again are being blamed for yeah. something that it's like we're technically doing what men want yeah. and and what men are looking for. So it's like maybe if men at the same time, I don't want to blame it just on men or just mm-hmm. on women, but it's like if men didn't fuck any girl that they can have the opportunity to fuck, then women wouldn't feel like they need to do that in order to get a man. Absolutely. And I think like I had this discussion and I think 
the way where I stand and in what my opinion would be is I think it's actually the fault of both. Yeah, it is. We I, can't I just can't, put blame yeah. on one party. Like I, it takes yeah. two to tango. Absolutely. And I can't say, oh, it's only women's fault. And I also can't say it's only men's fault. I think it's something that happened like for the force of both. So it's like we always say, like, who do you blame? The supplier or the person that's, you know, the demander, let's mm-hmm. say. There's always a supply and the demand. You know what I mean? Especially in drugs. It's like, do we blame the drug dealer or do we blame the drug user? Like, because the reality is the drug user is going to find it from someone else, even if that drug dealer yeah. isn't doesn't make it accessible. Yeah. So it's so tough to find a proper place to put the blame. And I think there's so many reasons why we are where we are right now. And I think it has to do with both sides. It has to do with women now are starting to be like, yeah, well, I can have casual sex if I want to. Like, fuck that. If you guys could sleep with anyone, then I can too. Mm -hmm. And that's totally fine. And I also think men are taking advantage of that. And it's like, perfect. I'm going to sleep with whoever I want, which then pushes the bar because now it's no longer just like, let's have sex before marriage. It's like, let's fuck a billion girls. And, you know, I don't even ever want to have a committed relationship. Which I think is why there is so many less committed relationships exactly. now. And it's tough to say like, oh, if women stop sleeping with people, then men would also stop asking for it because it wouldn't be like that. People would find it other ways. And that's the perfect example of why I feel one of the reasons hookup culture exists is because we have this like knowledge that as a girl, it's like, if you don't hook up with this person, they're just going to go find someone else. And it feels very hard to have a relationship these days because of sex. It's really, really hard. And I feel like even if you're somebody, let's say for me, who doesn't want to hook up at the beginning and really Mm -hmm. wants to want somebody to like invest Mm -hmm. in, in me before I even give out, it's really hard when like hookup culture is so big right now. And it's like, well, somebody else is willing to give it. So like, I kind of feel the pressure of like, well, if somebody else Mm -hmm. is willing to give it, then like, should I give it up yeah but then it's like you know of knowing kind of like your your values and then realizing Mm -hmm. that there is going to be somebody out there who is going to value the fact that like i don't want to just give it up to just anyone and they have to really invest in me first so i think in that beat it's like yeah you stand out technically well and special and you look better i guess maybe not the right way to say it look better than you know the people who are giving it right away. Like I might be looked at a little bit more serious and and men might respect Mm -hmm. me more in the long run. But in the meantime, they're just running through all these girls. Yeah. So it's like, it's tough. It's like, yeah, it might make me look better for the person I'm going to end up with. But in the meantime, it's, it's much more difficult. It's much more difficult to date. Yeah. And the reality, what I don't agree with is I think, there's this whole thing of hookup culture and casual sex and men are banking on the fact that women want to have casual sex now, but then also putting them down and totally taking their value away if they are having casual sex. Now it's like if your body count is high, you're a whore, you're this, you're that, but yet these are the same guys that are sleeping with all these girls. And they're so, making it a mission to sleep with yeah. them. So it's like before they sleep with them, they're, they want to fuck them. And then once they do, it's like then they're whores for mm-hmm. doing it. Which is so fucked up because it takes two people in order to have sex. And it and if one person can enjoy sex, why can't the other person yeah. without being called a name? Like, why is a man? And like, I get it. Like, people say like, oh, well, a man is credited for doing it because they can't just sleep mm-hmm. with anyone. And they need to get the authorization, I guess, from the other person. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really it's really a weird and fucked up, like, kind of mentality. And I and I always think in two in, in a in a situation, there's always two sides mm-hmm. and there's, it's never just one. It's like Veronica said, it's always supply to demand. Like, even if you're, but we always get like the kind of like, 
because we're opening the legs that it feels like we're the demand. We're, yeah. You know, so like we forget the idea of like, why are women? Let's really dive into yeah. it. Why are women opening their legs? I think it's because we have no other, like we have to adapt to the times and we're up against all these people. Yeah, but then it's we like, don't do it, but then we don't do yeah. that. And then it's, it's also, but see, you know, what's funny is like, I think right now there's such a, you know, it's such a big scandal about like body count and girls with high body count and all these guys want these girls with a body count of one. And I'm like, okay, what's your body count though? Like, that's what I don't yeah. get. It's like, you guys are banking off the idea that you guys are, you know, you're basically off, playing chat roulette. Yeah. You're playing chat roulette on like whatever falls, whatever you get. But then you're also trying to find like the one girl who does the one girl that she's special. The one girl that is not somebody you've been chasing this yeah. entire time. Like the way that I see it is like if guys really did value traditional relationships and wanted a girl who only slept with one person, then I don't think that they should be chasing after all these girls to just sleep with. If you want that kind of dynamic and you want a girl that's like pure and doesn't really sleep around, then you should be doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. How do you want us to survive in a world when all that's being asked from us is sex and casual sex and casual sex over and over again and then turn around and say, yeah, well, I want somebody who hasn't slept with the whole world. Well, no, we need to work together in this. Mm -hmm. So there needs to be an adaptation somewhere. If we all decide as a society that high body counts are bad perfect let's go back to having sex after marriage and we all need to have that value as a society in general yeah if you want to say we can have casual sex and that's cool no then problem. the same rule then you, yeah applies for everybody you can't point the finger after and say well your body count is xyz and you're not suitable for me anymore well who made that that way who who's making this okay to do both parties are at fault i think there needs to be it's just like there's a big discrepancy over like guys want casual sex but then they want a girl who hasn't had sex with anyone and then women want to have casual sex as well but then they're seen as low value if they do have that we also learn through experience right mm -hmm. i'm not going to sit here and say i slept with three people i mm -hmm. haven't you know mm -hmm. but am i selective of who i decide to sleep with and decide to open up for mm -hmm. absolutely that still doesn't mean i have a body count of three people yeah do you know what i mean like in order to get to the stage where like you realize your value Normally, it takes a few frogs. Yeah. And we're also not at the time anymore where people are investing themselves the same way. It's very different in our parents' generation to have a body count of one when guys had to go above and beyond just to get a date with you and it had to be this whole thing and then they're really yeah. invested in you. Now, we invest in someone and the relationship doesn't work out and we're back on the dating field. So yeah, there's way less investment going on mm. here and way more risk. You know what I mean? Like, you think you're going to be with someone forever. Like, you know, I've had boyfriends. I thought I was going to marry them and yeah, my body count could have ended there had we get married. But that didn't happen because that's not what life is anymore. Mm -hmm. It isn't the I'm going to go above and beyond and sing songs outside your window and we're going to be together forever. That's not what it is. So obviously that's going to reflect on how many people we're dating, how many people we're sleeping with, that whole culture. Yeah. And I think it's honestly very toxic to be in that sense because it's like you feel like you have no choice but to hook up with people to get to know people and to start dating. Yeah. And yet when you do do that, when you're actually trying to get yeah. closer to your person, you're only getting further because people are starting to look at you as less valuable because yeah. you've been with more people. Yeah. And I feel like I just want to state from all of this because I feel like people, men might listen to this and be like, oh, they just have this whole reasoning behind mm -hmm. all of this because like they clearly have a high body count and we're coming off like defensive. And the truth is, is like we don't mm -hmm. imagine and we still feel this way. Yeah. So like, could you imagine how somebody who does 
feels. Can yeah. you imagine how somebody and like and then again, there's like shame and like if you do have one body count, well, then it's like, oh, like, do you really want to be with a girl who's also like not experienced? Yeah. It's like either way, shame on you. Yeah. You're, we're basically losing either way and men are basically winning because they can either be with a girl who's super experienced with a high body count or the girl with one and they could have done whatever they wanted in their life. So it's like, it's really hard and and I think it, it's, it's at fault for both people and I think there needs to be some sort of middle ground where we either are okay with something or we're not and we set mm-hmm. the standard right because it's extremely hard to date like at this point and now it's like, this kind yeah. of culture almost overinflates the importance of body count and almost makes it as like a requirement as like a good person requirement. You know what I mean? It's like if she has more than a body count of three, like I don't want her. You know what I mean? And it's like, OK, well, you think that's how you're going to find your wife? Like I can tell you, I know a lot of shitty people that were virgins. And I also know a lot of shitty people that have body counts of 50. Like yeah. it doesn't mean you're better or worse of a person. Yeah. So it's just. I feel like we have such a skewed perception and there needs to be some sort of like evening out, you know? And I feel like there's a lot of competition too between women too of like, yeah. oh wow, you're a whore. Everyone always thinks the grass is greener on the other side, which we are the grass. I mean, it tends to be true. But if your grass is being mowed with some really good tools, I could probably say that you have the better grass. So if you want to have the greenest and the best grass of all in the neighborhood, in the neighborhood, (laughs) you need to be using Manscaped because they are the best in below the waist grooming for men. So get yourself the lawnmower 4.0, get yourself the performance package, get yourself everything you need to be trimmed, smelling good and having soft, freshly trimmed balls. So use our discount code chemicalx at checkout to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping so that all your neighbors could be knocking at your door. (laughs) (laughs) Bring me back to before, like what do you consider a definition of a whore? I don't even know. I feel like a whore is somebody who will go against how they actually feel and sleep around with people that it's like meaningless. They don't feel anything towards and they don't truly fully want to do it Mm -hmm. i think if you absolutely want to do it go do it it doesn't make you a whore it makes you want to like enjoy sex and have sex i think it be you become a whore when you're having sex with people that you're just doing it and it's unfulfilling and it's not giving you anything you want and you're just continuously doing it and it's 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 just creating this hookup culture on our end for example hmm I think we you I think like the shit that sucks is like, like we put if we Google it. What it, what is a whore? I think for me a whore is someone who sleeps with other girls' boyfriends. <laughs> That's for me like you're a fucking whore because it's oh my like God. we're really I mean. diving into this no but like that for me if you're gonna ask me what i think of a whore that's a whore i don't care if your body count is one and it's my fucking boyfriend the fact that you're sleeping with someone's man you're a fucking whore you got what i'm saying oh, okay that wait. for me pisses me off hold if on you're though. sleeping with somebody hold on does that make the woman a whore or does that make the man a man eater <laughs> because like are we really coming at the girl now for being that's what gets tricky it's like are we coming at the woman who might be um she might have been um what do you call it manipulated uh, she might have been yeah she's probably been manipulated let me me make this clear there's some girls that i know a prostitute is the definition (laughs) (laughs) there's some girls that i know that specifically go after people who are taken they love that they love to like be a homewrecker they love to do that shit in my opinion, that's what a real whore is. For me, somebody that sleeps around has a body count of 100. I, I wouldn't say you're a fucking whore. Sleep with who you want. If you're happy, you're happy. 
congratulations. So I a really whore don't for care. you, a whore for you in your eyes is somebody who sleeps around with other men's boyfriends, but with other women, with, with other women's. I think it's actually somebody who sleeps around with bad intentions. Does that make sense? Well, that I think that makes a lot more sense because like the other one intentions. can be the other one's hard to because look the thing is is like the woman who might be doing it and like sleeping with mm-hmm. somebody's man might be doing it for reasons bigger than the actual man and it might be to like have security to mm-hmm. have money like it might not actually have to do with the, even the sex of the partner mm-hmm. i know that there's some people who will do yeah. it just to get a thrill out of it and it's like let mm-hmm. me see if i can get them and then they do and then they feel like they're fulfilled but then they end up going home and then they're sad as well so they think it's going to fulfill them and then it doesn't right but i also think that sometimes people do it because of like the financial benefit of like having the life of like you know like not having to do anything publicly still owning your own life doing it secretly and living like a double a double life and having like the financial that a man is providing them Mm. so that's when it becomes difficult because it's like what are the reasons for being essentially a whore what if it's like to take care of your family and like it's it's Look, tough. I know, I know what you're saying. It's just like it's so tough to even say what the definition yeah. of a whore is because I truly believe everyone to their core is a good person and it's tough. But I, I agree with you. I just don't believe that a whore has to do with your body count. I don't Absolutely believe not. like that's my belief. It's like it's not like after you hit this number, you get into whore level. Like I don't believe that. I don't even believe that sleeping around with people are being called a slut. There doesn't need to be a bad meaning to that. If you want to be slutty and want to sleep around with people, fucking do what you want. Be a slut. I don't care. Like vibe. Like you're a vibe if you're a slut and you're a vibe if you're prude as well. Like do whatever you want to do that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. I think I started as soon as you start doing it for bad intentions, that for me is like, ugh. Like that grosses me out. But yeah. I don't think having a high body count makes you a, a whore i think you could be slutty i think you could even be a slut and it not be a bad thing i think there's not there's a lot of guys that i'm like yeah you're a fucking slut you sleep with everybody but like go off if it's fun for you yeah. and you're having a good time go off the same with a girl i have friends that are a lot more promiscuous and they love to sleep around casual sex do what you want you could be a slut v- vibe slut like eh do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like, you're a fucking slut because you did this. But do you feel like even as women, we look at those girls, they don't really know their value. Like, we respect them a little less. I think the only time where we start looking at women and start saying you're a whore is when they do something with bad intentions. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think we look at a girl and be like, oh, her body count is this. Wow, what a whore. Yeah, I think like whenever a girl says, oh, like she sleeps with, he's, she sleeps with everyone. It's because there's some kind of tied. <laughs> she slept with your ex. That's why you're She saying. slept with somebody that was like in your inner yeah. circle and it, it just seems like a personal exactly. thing. Exactly. I don't think women go out of their way to be like, ew, like slut. We'll be like, go, go get that exactly. dick. Like do your thing basically. As long as it doesn't hurt her my lust. fence, then we're good. <laughs> 100%. And that's why I just think like, when people do it for bad intentions, that's where you become like a bad person. To and me. one makes a guy a whore. Um, I think the same. I think a guy, I think for I think a guy, a boy. I think what makes a guy a whore and what I have no problem with a guy being truly honest and being like, look, I just want to fuck. I don't want anything serious. And then it's like, if the mm. woman becomes crazy and she takes that, how she takes it. And then she can't like, she tries to like change the fuck boy into like, a guy who's just going to commit to her. It's like, you mm-hmm. know what you signed up for. He told you he was mm-hmm. straight up about it. Then I don't think that makes him a whore. I think it makes him a whore when he starts to like plant seeds in, in women's heads. Just to and sleep with them. Just to sleep with them and like makes it apparent that like he's going to date them. And like he's doing the same thing to many other mm-hmm. uh, women. Then I think like it's unacceptable because now you're playing with the emotional part of women's 
feels. Absolutely. Then I think like you're a whore because it's like you can easily. But then the fight can be like, are they doing that to in order to get into a woman's mind, into a woman's pants? Yeah, but should you do that? <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. But will yeah. they get pussy if they don't? Yeah, that's that's the whole debate. I mean, I think, yeah. And if you have to like lie your way into sleeping with somebody, you probably shouldn't be sleeping with but them. You know what? From like, uh, from like, I guess past experience, I feel like the more you tell a guy like, I'm not dating you, like I just want to fuck and you're honest, the more they're like, I'm going to be the one to change him. So you know what? Actually, I think the one who's a whore is the one who says, I don't want anything. Because <laughs> then the woman's like, I'm going to be the one to change him. Wait till he sees me. Wait till he sees what I'm I can gonna do. I'm going to be the one who changes his world. And it's like, sweetie, baby, at the end of the day, I'm uh, a whole year old. That's nuts. <laughs> this episode really took a turn. Like it I always does. I just think like, yo, do what you want to do. And if yeah. you want to. And I had said this in the past about body count. If you value body count, like, and you really do, I have no problem with that. But like, just find someone who matches that value. Like, don't come around with a 200 body count and then say, I want a girl with two. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut your fucking ass. I totally ass. agree with you. You know what I mean? You don't get to do that because then it's like, well, you don't value, you don't respect yourself. But the thing if is, if I don't respect like, myself, why, what are you, what are you? Yeah. You're and just like, as trash as me. And like, we're always growing too, right? Mm. What if uh, there was a point in our lives where we didn't value ourselves and mm. like we, we were really going through something and now we've kind of like found our light, found who we are and we're not that person anymore. Like, it's like we almost don't give people the opportunity and chance to like change mm. and be better versions of themselves because it's like once you're labeled, that's who you are and there's no changing that. And it's like, you could be someone who's been like fucked over a million times and had fuck boys be the ones to make you essentially a whore. Yeah. And then you can completely change, have a different mindset um, and then not be that person. But like, it's so hard to like change that. But I feel like it's so accepted for a guy to be like, mm-hmm. he used to be a fuck boy. Like now I'm ready to and settle now down. He's so ready to settle down. He's just looking for Mrs. Right. Whereas like, I don't feel like we ever hear that for a woman who was like, oh, she used to be a whore and now she wants to get knocked down. It's like, mm-hmm. nah, that girl's trash. She's been everywhere. Like, it's literally just not the same. Yeah. And, like, that's where I think the same way we were talking about, like, feminism and dates and stuff like that, that's where I feel like we're at the head-to-head when it comes to hookup culture. I never really looked at it that way. It's at an all-time high right now because just if we look at, like, the generation of our parents, it was not like that. Yeah. So I'm wondering why there's always this, like... I think it balances out eventually. Yeah, for sure. And I think it could still balance out, like, in today's world. Yeah. It's just, like, it's more like somebody compromising and, like, that's what a relationship essentially is regardless of what generation we're in but uh, yeah i think it's just it's just as we go and as we grow it's gonna be different i think our generation is real i think our generation has been through the hardest times because we've had what do we know up before social media right we were all born before social media so our parents our gener parents generation was all very very traditional so now it's like we're now in this mix of hookup culture like traditional versus non-traditional and we're constantly clashing there's so much clash that happened in our generation right now that i don't feel like happened the same for our parents and is it isn't going to happen for the people under us what do you think is going to happen for our kids like if we have kids like i still feel like the man should be the protector uh the provider which like stresses me out actually now that i think about it because it's like if we are moving in a more like 50 50 dynamic then I just wonder how that's going to be for our kids. I think it's just the fear of the unknown. So like for you, it's very hard for you to imagine a life without it. Whereas I think 
as we grow you'll be able to see why it makes sense if it would grow into that area you'd be like oh this is so good and like the way that i see it is like i want to raise my kids to be able to hold their own whether it's a yeah like a girl or a guy i want to raise my daughter to be fully good on her own and never have to feel like she needs to give herself up for a man or needs Mm -hmm. to do something to get a man because realize i want my kids to be happy so if that means you know having a man take care of her no problem but if it means being good on her own then that's good as well so like i just think like as we grow it's going to make more sense so for us it's like a little harder to see now it's harder to see now for sure because we're so used to a specific type of dynamic but i think like at the end of the day again women and men are different we're equal but we're different Mm -hmm. we deserve the same opportunities we deserve the same equal rights but we're different people and men have this predisposition to be more protective they're bigger they're stronger in a sense and they'll always be the protectors of women and women do have our biological ability to give birth to give life you can't take that away from us right so i think we no matter how far we go into equality and feminism and and 50 50 there will always be differences that will benefit each other kind of so it's like we are nurturing and men protect us like these are like our biological values that won't go away no matter how much money we make Mm -hmm. women will still be the ones to give birth you know so i think there's always going to be that like that balance that like yin and yang of like that's always going to be there but then like again as we grow now it's like there's same sex relationships there's so many different types of relationships so relationships itself are changing there's much more genders now like all these things play into whatever the future is going to hold so it's going to be much harder to just be like this is a man's role this is a woman's role because we have a lot more like two women dating two men dating and like how do how do they take those gender roles upon themselves Yeah, so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about social media because we're lucky in a way because we kind of grew up with social media at a time where we didn't have it and then we had it. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I remember being like 16 and then like Instagram started. So we still kind of lived a childhood, you know, where we were still like kind of having to figure out how to have our own fun without social media, essentially. We kind of had the best of... I don't want to say both worlds, but there's definitely no doubt in saying like a lot of people are more insecure. There's so much access to seeing what other people are doing that it's hard to live a life where you're like happy with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I even like struggle with that a little bit now. So I can't even imagine what it's going to be like when like I have kids of my own, like always feeling like there's better, there's more out there. Mm -hmm. You could be doing something else. And what's also scary is that like you literally only live one life and there's so many things that you could do in this one life and you can't do it all. And that's stressful too. It's like, how do you live a life where like you feel like I remember you actually posted, um, what was it like a story? And I was like, wow, that's so true. Like it's honestly, it's what keeps me up at night. No, no. I was like, it's just about how like there's so many different lives that you could live and like the stress is picking one of them. Like, do I want to be the girl who lives by the beach? Do I want to be the big city girl who moves to New York and gets a job there? Do I want to be the girl who uh, settles down and raises a family? Like there's so many different options that you could be and choosing one feels like the scariest thing in the world because you feel like you're giving up on all those other versions of you. So like that whole situation is how I feel like I'm stressed the new generation is going to feel like now we're able to kind of catch it and be like, okay, don't be stupid. Like be lucky for what you have. But it's scary Mm -hmm. to think about when even more is going to be accessible. Then like, how do you not feel like that times like 300? 
Yeah. And I think like the generation under us, like, you know, we always laugh and say, yeah, they're the most depressed generation. They have anxiety. They have all these diseases. But it's like, you know what, though, like growing up from literally young with the influence of social media, we don't know what that's like because we didn't live like that. Right. So we can't sit here and, and say anything because we didn't live that. And that's what's scary is like when things are so new we don't know how they're gonna affect us like it's for example like think of smoking okay like when smoking first came like to be like was first invented it was like the sick thing to do it was like marketed as like do you want to be cool you should smoke doctors recommend smoking it's so not bad for you it's actually good for you like if you would look back on smoking ads now you would fucking fall off your chair right because Mm -hmm. now to this day we know how bad it is for you and we know it kills you but it had to take like hundreds of years for us to figure that out right well not hundreds of years but like definitely a lot of years like 80 years or something to figure that out so like we I think of that with social media it's like right now we but don't then we can also think harm. like technology we, it won't take us 80 years now to figure to re- out the yeah because but it's just like yeah. it's you never really know the impact until later on and that's what's scary it's like we don't know how like everyone's gonna grow up we don't know what's coming for us it's still all so new even our kids it's still gonna be quite new you know so but the reality is like the world evolves and it adapts and there's always going to be things that are changing and always things that are going to make gonna our be life better. hard. Hard know? and like things that are always going to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was just like thinking about that and I'm like, it's it's such like not a good way to think to think like, what is it going to be mm-hmm. like when we're the moms, you know? I always but think like, it's am I fucking... going to let my kid have a phone? Am I going to let my kid have a laptop? And I always want to be like, you're not having a phone until you're 16. It's but so... then I'm like, I know. You also I cannot always... do that. Like, I always think about adapt. that. Like my parents were always the kind of parents who were like, always tried to push things longer than every, mm-hmm. it felt like growing up, like a little bit of an attack. Like yeah. <laughs> I always got my phone like later than everyone else. And like looking back now, like I'm happy they did that, you know, but it's hard to understand. It's so as a kid. hard to understand that as a kid. It's yeah. like, do you fit yourself into the mold of society for your kid to kind of live more normal, or do you push Knowing, the boundary yeah. and like make them learn? It's, it's so tough, and I feel fuck. like there's no right decision. There's literally no book on motherhood. I'll tell you that. I mean, there is, but <laughs> there is, but then again, everyone has a different experience. Absolutely, and it's like it's so hard because I don't feel like there's ever a right decision. Like anything you do, there's going to be pros and cons. So it's like you know, it's with everything in this whole conversation, it's like you stay traditional, there's going to be pros and cons, you be, you know, you're, you're evolved and you're more modern and you sleep around, there's going to be pros and cons, like there's pros and cons to everything. And like, that's the fucking reality. Yeah. Like, could you imagine I'm talking about having a kids when I can't even, I can't even find a guy I want to settle down with. <laughs> that's so funny for me to think ahead. Like, unless you find yourself a man first. <laughs> I had a big debate about whether men or women wanted more committed relationships. And I actually looked into statistics and it honestly surprised me. Men more? Not men more, but definitely more than what I thought. I thought that like men would be way less likely to want to have a committed relationship. But I think really? the, I, I would, uh, I, I think, think it's more women who leave men. So I think it would definitely be more men who seek commitment more. No? Yeah. Well, I think women have more options. So like we, when we want commitment, we know we could oh, get but it. But I hate that too. Like women have more options. Do we though? Yes. Do we? <laughs> we do. Do we though? I feel like, but then it's like, it's so easy for men to be like, we have more options, but do we actually though? Is there actually, is there quality options? Is there quality options? Like, I don't feel like us women, we like, 
faint into the thought of like being with the first person we see you know yeah. what i mean like yeah okay at the beginning dating is like fun you think there's so many options but then when it really comes down to like actually settling down and being with a good partner mm-hmm. i don't feel like there's that many options don't bring that negativity alessia not before you find your husband <laughs> yes but but it's just i don't know i think it's like i think we look at men but we look at just a certain tier of men and we look at these men who can get any girl they want, who have this, have money, have like good looks. And like, that's just a really small percentage of what makes up of actual men. And I think most men are like very lonely. Like actually I was looking at the statistics and like men are like way more likely to like be lonely and depressed than women because like they can't get a woman like for, for most men, like it's actually hard to get a girl. Right. So like these guys want to just have a committed relationship. And I think we base ourselves a lot off this like small percentage of like fuck boys that do sleep around and do get girls. But I don't think that it speaks for like the wide so range of like who men are, you know? So it's like, yeah. it's tough. It's we, we can only speak off what we know, but actually what we know is, is not the average. And it's skewed to what we've been around. Exactly. Too. Right. So it's really tough. It's really it's tough. Really, it's really so hard to tough. talk about anything. I know. I know. Cause we're literally just talking about like maybe 5%. I know. Like Dr. Short said, there's 5%, 5, <laughs> 5%, 5% revision, 5% revision. And in the grand scheme of things, 5% is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I still think that there's good men and good women out there. I just think like people need to focus less on like these rules and these. And like, I also think people need to focus less on like looks. Mm hmm. Like, more than ever now. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't want the fucking hottest guy. Mm-hmm. I don't. I really don't. And it's really more and more and more and more and more apparent as the years go by. Mm-hmm. And it's more and more about just, like, being treated properly. Yeah. Less and less about looks. Like, I swear to God, I, I it's like, I find beauty in somebody who's, like, not really cute because of just, like, the way... Their personality. Their personality. They're funny. The way they, like, treat you. The way they're, like they compose themselves like it's it's really awfully like it's when i was younger swear to god shady like it was all about looks Mm -hmm. like and i think that's just how women are the older we get the more we're just like i don't give a fuck i think men too like tend to stop caring about looks which is it's like nice to hear for sure i just wish they would stop i think the body count thing is getting old yeah i also do think though that it's not every man who thinks like that and i think it's like really just like more insecure men who talk about body count do you really like i already we're talking about this whole body count and i'm already like manifesting in my head i'm like the type of guy i'm gonna meet and this is me not even having a high body count is never gonna even ask me he's not even gonna Mm. care he's gonna literally just want to focus on what we are today not about who i was fucking 10 years ago five years ago like it's really about what are we building now it's not about the past i hate 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 dwelling on the past absolutely i hate it yeah I focus too much on the future. (laughs) And I do agree. I think that there is a sense of insecurity that comes from it. And it's like, you're scared you can't match up. You're scared of these things. And guys will always say, yeah, but it like shows on your character and it shows on this. And it's like, if I had a bad character, you'd notice it in many other ways than just my body count. Like uh, having a body count of 60 is not going to make me more or less of a good person if I'm a good person in every other way. You know what I mean? Like if I was a bad person, you'd notice it in other ways. So it's just... I think it, I think it's old and I think it doesn't match like whatever's going on right now. And I think we need to evolve. And that's something we need to evolve in where it's like if we're going to all agree that we're that no one 
value sex the same way we used to and there's no more like waiting till marriage then like we also can't put these on like unrealistic expectations on everyone because then you're forcing you know half these girls are lying about their body count just to get a man and it's like yeah i could sit here and lie you would never know and that's the reality like what's the difference yeah you know what i actually just thought about it i'm like wait maybe this is there's something here but you know how i just said like i don't look at looks the same way anymore like, I, I truly don't feel like I'm the only one who thinks like that. Mm-hmm. I think the older you get, the more you're just like, I want to be treated well, which makes me think that the good looking guys are probably even having a harder time. Right? No, like, <laughs> I don't weird think they're having a harder <laughs> you're time. You're like, relax, I think good looking guys are always still, well, still good looking. I just think that they're forced to work on But I'm saying that if there's like a lot more people like me who care mm-hmm. more about like stability and like yeah. somebody that they can like have a partner with and it's less about looks, then I... I do believe if there's a lot of people like me, then we're actually going for the same guys, which is still creating the same difficulty, right? <laughs> the same ugly good guys. Fuck. So now like the good guys, I mean, the, the hot guys are having a hard time. I don't think they're, I think they're okay. But that does bring me to a point. Mm, I a think that they I deal had. with other things after. Yeah. But there is a point. Because then it's like, let's say they're fucking every girl because they could. They're also feeling not fulfilled right Mm -hmm. because then they're having a hard time having a meaningful relationship anyway just thought of that i guess in any way you're never winning you're you're actually you're always losing i think we learned that a long time ago everyone's always losing um (laughs) way to way to look at it is the glass half empty or half glass is is empty the whole glass is empty we're not even like the glass is we're not sure it's 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 empty empty and there's not even a speck of fucking water left (laughs) um but there was a debate that i had about you know why because i was talking about how like i think the whole caring about body count is an immaturity thing and how like usually older guys tend to really not give a fuck and i think it comes from experience of like realizing over time that people are either good or they're bad and it doesn't matter yeah like i've been with a girl who's had fucking one body count and it didn't work out and and i've been with a girl who had so like i think it comes to experience and it still didn't work out (laughs) but then um the the argument was that okay but like if you're saying that do you think it's just because guys need to settle now and they're more willing to settle for someone with a higher body count because they have less options and i was like okay that's a fair point as well but i actually just think that it comes from a place of like maturing and growing and realizing that somebody's body count isn't actually has anything to do with them and i think that's why the older guys get the more they the less they value body count and the i'm sure you're gonna meet a bunch of older guys and be like that's such a stupid thing to even ask like it doesn't matter and i don't think it comes out of like desperation i think it actually comes out of just experience a hundred percent that was nailed to the t and i think that's why a lot of people just like a little bit older than me because they're experienced so and they know what they want and they know what they want and they go after it and they're not uh scared to mm. Um, okay, guys. Well, uh, I'm exhausted. You? I'm exhausted. Like, I'm glad you brought yourself water, but I got no water bottle here. Uh, well, I don't know what this service is at this household, but uh, it's not chill. But it's not fair. So I'm gonna hang up. Hang up. Hang up. I'm gonna hang up. Find find the hole. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode on feminist. What's a whore? Hookup culture. Hookup culture. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>